Inside the natural mind, I am Kiana Naturally. I am Trap Grandma. How's everyone doing today? Good? Great? That's great. And you know what? They can answer in their heads. Anyways. Oh! Good news. We are an official podcast. We are on Apple. Subscribe if you have Apple. If you don't have Apple, follow us on SoundCloud and listen to our already posted podcast and follow us for more updates. And also follow us on Instagram at Inside the Natural Mind. And we'll have a bunch of cool stuff up there too. Oh, um, email. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can tell you gonna piss me off today. <laughs> I'm really hyper. I had a lot of juice. Um, no, earlier. you don't get juice anymore. Girl, I'm grown. You can juice that one. <laughs> uh, hurry up! Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. The so if you have any questions or you have any topics that you feel that we would have a good opinion on or insight for, or you just want opinion. Damn. <laughs> Opinion on. Feel free to email us at inside the natural mind two at gmail dot com. That the is number two. The number two. So and also DM <laughs> us. Yeah, you messed me up. I had a good rhythm going. Um, also DM us on the Instagram as well, and we'll answer your questions as much as you want. They can be anonymous or. Um, <laughs> we'll shout you out. Yeah. All right, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's going on with you today? Um, life. Yeah. Do you have any malfunctions? What's your malfunction? What, 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 what is your malfunction? That's my DJ. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna disregard what you just did. Um, your hair is popping, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Curls are back. Yes. I'm not ready to see my afro yet. It needs to flourish a little bit more under these twists. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Um, so, I saw this video last night of this little girl. They were doing um, a project to see how people react to homeless kids Um and then how they react to like normal regular kids just dressed normally or whatever mm-hmm. and people ignored this homeless girl they were grossed out by well she wasn't homeless for real it was it was just a, a project she they put like um black stuff on her face to make her look like she was dirty and she had on high waters and her clothes what what she had on high waters <laughs> What's what? You're a dick because that's not even funny. No, 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 because I just go ahead. Never mind. You're a dick. Anyways, um, yeah, she had on high waters and um, like her clothes were dirty or whatever, and she tried to go into a restaurant. This little girl was like six. They wouldn't let her in the restaurant at all. Like the manager was just like, um, little girl, you can't be here. So then she went to a different restaurant and people were like scooting away from her. So then they changed her and she had on these nice clothes, this nice coat, hair done and everything. And people were coming up to her, Oh, little girl, you lost. Da 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 but didn't do that when she was homeless. And I'm like, Hello? Like wouldn't you have more of a heart if you see a homeless kid? looking battered like why would you pay more attention to the one who's not like obviously this homeless girl needs help so yeah that really bothered me 
that's a, um that's a psycho that's a psychology um experiment. Yeah, I know I messed up. But that's a psychology experiment that we did in class called the bystander effect where um a person was hurting on the ground. One was a homeless man hurting and then they did a businessman that was hurting. He was it was the same dude, same thing. He was just dressed in the business suit, they cleaned him up. So when he was dressed as a homeless man, he was dirty, he was laying on the ground, he's saying, I need help, I, I'm having trouble breathing, I'm have stomach pain, I, I can't and he could like barely talk and people were like Nope nope and he was like 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 help me please like I'm hurting and then they he went and changed his clothes and he sat down and said, Ow, I'm hurting, like, as a businessman. Literally, three seconds late, like, three seconds, someone came up to him and was like, oh, my God, sir, are you okay? What's going on? It was the same exact dude. That's so backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would you want to help the homeless person? The bystander effect is basically where, I'm about to use my psychology, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got a degree. Uh-huh. I actually wasn't going to say that. Well, yeah. You said it before. Yeah, but this is me. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> Let's go. Assume it makes an ass out of you. <laughs> All right, but anyway, the bystander nice. effect is basically when you see someone, say you see a car accident or something like that, and you're going about your business, you bypass it because in your head you're going to feel like, well, someone else is going to take care of it. I don't have to worry about it. But the problem is. Everyone feels that way to the point to where no one's going to take care of it. And the person or the car accident or whatever situation is happening still doesn't get handled. And we had to like go around campus and did that. Like we had like, we like passed out in front of people. People just kept walking by. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, that's my malfunction. Uh, my malfunctions is, um, it's pretty, um, different because it's been a while since I experienced it was a I had like a real racial type stereotypical experience earlier this week and it's been a while since I've had this experience like probably since high school <clears throat> excuse me I got the sniffles um so I <laughs> I do this camp and we were we took our children to the zoo and it's how many counselors it's eight counselors. Three of them are black, and I'm the only black female for the counselors. Yeah, and we all trying. And all the kids, majority of the kids are hood black kids. And out of like 23, 24 kids, oh, is it even Okay, we'll say 20 kids, because I'm not sure how many they are. There's probably about. Close to eight or nine white kids, and then the rest are black kids that we have to take care of. But the majority of the children are black, but the majority of the leaders are white. So we're gonna see how this week plays out with that. They're already like running over these leaders and everything like that. And oh, then, of course. Yeah, they're trying it with me and the other black leaders, but they they know it's not getting nowhere. So now it's like, okay, we're just gonna be nice to y'all. But they are pushing. They're like they're stressing these white leaders out. But anyway. So, after we left the zoo, we had a really good time at the zoo. They learned stuff about the animals or whatever. We were walking to the park. And we get to the park. We no, well, we won't get to the park. We're walking to the park, and one of the leaders is walking next to me. And we're still trying to get to know each other. So, he starts small talk. You know how, you know, white dudes start small talk and everything like that. Oh, man, it's hot outside. Scorching out. All that dumb stuff, whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> they say two different variations of how hot it is. Or more. <laughs> that's Because cool. that's human. Um, but he comes up to me. He's like, man, it's so hot outside. I was like, yeah, it is. He was like, I hope I don't get sunburnt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I looked, at, I looked at my skin. I was like, yeah, me neither. Why would you say that? Because African Americans get sun. Listen to the story. Okay. <laughs> and he so, said, uh-uh, you too black. Is that what I, you No, he didn't say that. You have to listen okay, to this. Listen. So he jumps up at me. He was like... Um. Okay, I've been, I've been, I've always wondered this. I've always wondered this. How can black people get sunburned? I said, okay. I wasn't offended at this point, so I said, okay. So, as African Americans, we do have more melanin than most people. 
Yes, but that doesn't mean we can't get um, sunburn or anything like that. And actually, there's been more cases where more African Americans have skin cancer than white people because they feel as though they don't need to protect their skin from the sun. Oh, so yes. So the sun gets burnt and everything like that. Oh, yes. Yes. So he was like, oh, my God, really? I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. So I... Because I meant to go stop by the store and buy some sunblock, and I didn't get a chance to do so. And I have no problem with turning dark in the in the summertime or anything like that. But I don't want to get sunburned, and I don't want to develop skin cancer over time. I still got to protect my skin, protect my melanin, all the other stuff. So he was so fascinated by that. And I wasn't, you know, upset that he asked that because not everyone knows that. Not even black people don't even know that sometimes. So he was like, okay, that's so cool. Thank You know, thanks. I'm glad I asked. I was like, no problem. Cool. Then he goes, you know, I always wanted to be black. I was like, <laughs> like in my head, I was like, here we go. This is it. And I was waiting on it. I knew he was going to part his lips to say some dumb shit. I was waiting on it. Mind you, this is a Christian camp. Racism ain't got nothing to do with Christianity, but it might. It doesn't have anything to do with time. Christianity. <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> Let me be country a little bit. <laughs> no, you just not country. You sound like a slave. You're a, nah. I'm a slave. Wow. <laughs> this is the racist episode, and you just called me a slave. I'm a black woman, and you just called me a slave. Wow. Thanks. Thanks. Am I not too a black woman? Real black too. Wow. That was rude. <laughs> I'm chocolate and I'm proud. But anyway, so he goes, yeah, you know, I always wanted to be black. And he starts chuckling. And I was like, uh, I cuss people out. Okay. That's not cool. Janice, (laughs) just wait a minute. So he comes up to me. He was like, yeah, yeah, you know, with the cornrows and the the, uh, different silly names and all the other stuff. And I was like, And he keeps going, and he keeps going. And he's like, yeah, I can, you know, I won't get sunburned as easily, but now that I know you can get sunburned, you know, I don't know. He starts laughing, like, like shit's funny. And I reply, I was like, well, you know, it's a lot more to being black than just cornrows and silly names. He was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, wait a minute. It's, it's heart and soul. It's a lot more to it. Sorry. Yeah, you're laughing, but this is serious. <laughs> you're laughing. You're so passionate. Because it's, it's heart and soul. It is heart and soul. It's it's. Um, I, when I told Jabari about this, he said it's oppression. It's history with it. You have to have, and all this other stuff. It's heart and soul. Your soul has to be African American. Oh, your heart is African American. Your boyfriend said that. Jabari didn't say that. No. Gerard said that. Your boyfriend said that. Sorry, Gerard. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Whoops. This All so these J names. <laughs> Look. But shit. you should know that's your boyfriend. All right. Whatever. Well, Jabari had a lot to say about it too. So. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, anyway. So I said that in. He started to continue to explain himself. He was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you or anything like that. I have all I have so many black friends. That's exactly That's what he said. I have black friends and I have brothers that are black. You know, and I even told um, Brian, which was one of the other black counselors. It's it's Kaneko and Brian are the male Kaneko. black. Yeah, that's his name. Oh, I said the real names. Well, <laughs> yeah, you whatever. Whatever. I hope they don't listen to it. Well, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's a cool name. It is cool. It's a really cool name. It's very different. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the white dude's name though. Um, I'll tell you when we cut it off. Okay. It's it's a really white name though, so you could you could guess it. Jim. Oh. Nah. Bob. Shut up. <laughs> is that what it is? No, it's not Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, he was like, yeah, I even sent it to Brian, all the other stuff, and I was like, okay. So, a part of me got really mad because he thought that was okay to joke around and thought it thought black meant having cornrows and a hard to pronounce name. And it 
it really made me mad because it was just it was just that quick of a second that he doesn't understand anything. He doesn't he didn't get it. And I had said the day I had said the day before I'm gonna have more of a tolerance for dumb white people. And guess what happened the next day? This shit. <laughs> the exact sh- Jesus was testing me. Jabari said that. Jabari did say that. Okay, that was right. Yeah, he said that. Jesus right. tested me. All right, got it right. Sorry, Jabari. Um, excuse me. But, but yeah, and a part of me was kind of mad because I didn't lash out like I could have. But at the same time, another part of me was saying that the situation didn't deserve a lashing out. Like a lot of people could have cussed him out or would have cussed him out, and. Some people would have put their hands on me for that situation. That's true. But I didn't. For one, it wasn't really the place for that. It was children around. And, yeah, they may be, you know, a little rowdy and rambunctious, but I still have to set the example, especially for the little black girls. And you better say that. I'm trying to. <laughs> and um, we were also, like, in a public place, and I didn't want to be labeled as the angry black woman. Because yeah. every time something happens and a black woman gets mad about it she's automatically labeled as angry instead of the person who made her mad getting looked down upon like if I would have went up in arms in the situation people would have been like oh man she is ghetto Yeah. like who are her parents like she is cussing all around all these kids instead of them realizing he could have said something to me that offended me and people, people don't understand that they see the the uproar and they want to judge it instead of um, analyzing the entire situation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I felt bad for not going up in arms. I, I eventually like I talked to my dad about it, and I'm proud of how I handled the situation. And I could have went more in depth with what it meant to be African American, but I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to talk to him anymore <laughs> at that point because it, it kind of frustrated me. And he told me, my dad told me, he was like, well, I didn't, one, I didn't raise you to be the type of person to just go to combat with somebody. I taught you to try and use your words and to to really show people who you are, like through your character and all that other stuff. Mm. So. I was taught, when you get disrespected, <laughs> you fight. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh God! So oh, you, this is every day. Every single day. He every day, he just does extra stuff. And like when he when he's just talking normally, like say he'll talk to one of the other white. Well, one of the other white employees. <laughs> <laughs> the manager is white. Okay, so let's, let's say he's talking to the manager. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then when he talks to one of the black people, what's up, bro? Bro, <sighs> you know, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, like it's a total change. And I don't, like, I don't, I don't say anything because that's not the environment to say anything. So I just, I just kind of let it ride. But like. All the other black people, the black guys that work there, that have been there for a while, laugh at it. And I think that's why he thinks it's okay to do. Like, <laughs> and you can just hear the things that he says on a regular basis. Like, oh, one day, I was um, counting out my register or whatever. It was the end of the day. We were closed. We were closed already. And my manager's friend said... Why are you always making bleep that I'm just gonna say bleep for y'all not say bleep? Why are you mm. always making bleep um stay uh at work super late? You treat him like the slave and you're running the slave ship. She said this on the phone. So he don't says, tell me this nigga don't tell me this nigga says some disrespectful shit <laughs> that said, I think he about to say. <laughs> He was like, no, 
to catch me. <laughs> he, said, he was like, uh-uh. Oh, my gosh, what's wrong with your throat? Shit. <laughs> he said. I need some water. You want some salad? I want, I want no damn salad. I want some water. Okay. I'll get you some juice later. Jabari's in here messing shit up. Anyways, so, yeah, so he was like, uh-uh. He was like, I'm not doing this. He was like, this is a bad place to be. I'm not going to make a joke about this. So That's the manager funny. is laughing or whatever. So then he starts talking like a slave. And he says, because um, our manager was telling everybody what to do or whatever. So after they laughed about that, she was in the process of walking away. <laughs> I'm about to get she mad. She was in the process of walking away. And she was like, okay, make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. And he was like, all right, massa. All right. And I, and I, no. I couldn't stop to say anything because I was in the middle of counting my register. And if I stopped, I was going to have to do it all over again. And I was going to get frustrated. And I didn't know what to say without being that angry, angry black woman. So I'm just trying to analyze in my head, like, what do I say so that it doesn't come off as um, I'm going to fight you soon? Because that pissed me off. And he did, he like dragged it on. It was like, oh, all right now, massa. I don't even like when black people do that shit. Me neither. Like, I, I feel like it makes my, my guts itch. Like, I don't. Just make me sick. But yeah, I I was just like, what? Like, and every it hasn't been that extreme before. And and like I said, the the other guys that's been working there for a while laughed. They laughed at that shit, didn't they? Yeah. And I felt like I was the only one who was pissed because I'm looking around at everybody else like, y'all don't really care. Like, <laughs> there's enough of us. Like, we can do this right now. <laughs> and. Nobody said anything. Everybody just let it rock. He's 19, so he's a child. So I think that he <clears throat> takes serious things like that and and thinks it's funny anyway just because he's young-minded. Um, well, okay. Racial jokes can be funny to an extent, but I think some white men take it too far. Yeah, but in my personal experience, it's only been like, like the white woman I encounter, the most they'll ask me is about the, my hair. It's like, well, is it real? Okay, and that's just them being curious. And some people get mad at that about them asking it, but I'd rather them ask than, to, than for them to just come up and touch it or to touch me. And that just makes sense. Oh, I, I <laughs> but we're, we're friends, so... It's okay, kind of. I don't know. It's still. I don't like for anybody to touch my hair or be like. Especially like my actual like afro. afro? I don't like nobody touching no, my hair. I get I mad when my mom does it sometimes. No, she gets only mad. if I ask. I like my head to be massaged a lot. Mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> other than that, I don't want anybody to touch my hair. I don't want fingers in my hair. That's especially so. my scalp. Someone was touching my hair one day. I said, and it was okay because they asked. Yeah, if you ask, I mean, I'm still going to say no, but at least you ask. They, because they were asking natural hair questions. I was, They were like, well, do you mind if I touch your hair? And she, her hand went like this. I said, yes, you, but don't touch my scalp. And she thought I was a bitch because I, I said that. I was like, don't touch my scalp. And she was like, oh, this is a black woman too. So she like got upset with me. And... Like, from then on to, like, we had, like, another encounter, she just thought I was a bitch and didn't like her. Even though I feel like I have a right to say don't touch my scalp because it's my scalp. It ain't yours. <laughs> Lucky I let you touch my hair today. <laughs> I was being nice that day. I usually don't like people touching my hair. But, yeah, um, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like everybody just thinks it's cool to make jokes like that. And, I mean, it's not. Like that make it makes me uncomfortable. 
like even the jokes that people think are funny make me uncomfortable. Like, I, <laughs> just especially with what's going on, the Black Lives Matter movement and all that kind of stuff. Like it just I haven't seen anything that says Black Lives Matter in months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And ain't nobody getting shot, so. People been shot. Like, well, ain't nobody getting shot, and then it's been, like, broadcasted, like, majorly. But it's now about the gay people, gay rights, and that, that's what it's about. Yeah, I mean. Hello? Oh. <laughs> He's going to talk it. Uh, you go. You got something to say? Hey, everybody! This is Jabari. He's here with us today. <laughs> <laughs> here, Jabari. Take the mic. Huh? Gerard is also uh, no. Gerard not talking. Give you the mic. Oh, this one. Right. God. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Hello, I am Jabari of Bradley Chronicles. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm Jabari of Burley Chronicles, and um, I'm here to share my uh, racist encounter. <clears throat> so I'm um, on my way to uh, Whole Foods because I was getting some coconut oil, you know, and trying to get my skin popping. And um, I'm in the line where the selling stuff is, and there's this really old white lady who's trying to put something back on the top shelf. And so I sit there for a couple seconds and just watch her, like, struggle. And then I go up to her, and I was like, I can help you with that, ma'am. And she's like, oh, no, I got it. And so I just step back, and I just watch her for, like, five whole minutes try and struggle with putting this bottle back on the top shelf when I could have just did it for her, and she could have went about her business. So then a white guy comes past, a younger about my age, maybe a little older, comes by um, and asks if I can, if he can help her put the bottle back up. She was like, oh, thank you so much. I was struggling, blah, blah, blah. And so he puts the bottle back at the top of the shelf. And so I'm just looking at her with this, like, I have resting bitch face just looking at her because she's an idiot. Like, she could have just went about her business and she would have just let me help her, but I guess she was just overcome with, you know, this black man being in her presence that she just allowed herself to struggle until some nice white man walked past to help her. And so then she turned to me to walk away and I just stared at her in disbelief like, damn, you look like an idiot for like seven minutes because you wouldn't let this kind man, Not even, I didn't even have to, like, I'm just being kind, like, you just happen to look at me and be like, oh, no, you know what? Mm, I don't want to help from you because mm, you, you're black you're and you're dark. Blackie. And you're dark. So, you're mm, blackie. You're dark black. You know, dark skins are aggressive. So You're not aggressive, though. No, that's, but that's the stereotype. Like, dark skinned men are aggressive. So. Dark skinned men are aggressive. So, yeah. And I mean, I've had little encounters. Um, I had like a, a kid come to me and we were outside for a while and he was like, oh, it's hot. I hope I don't get sunburnt. It looked at me and then me and this other black girl looked at each other like, hmm, burnt. That was an interesting choice of word to use in this situation. Well, I don't, I think, I think that you, one was a stretch. Yeah, you're being sensitive on that No, one. I don't yeah, think, I think so. So yeah, like it's just subtle things like that that um that I've encountered. Maybe bitches know what the right word. A lot, but a lot of a lot of white people say things without meaning to be <coughs> racist, but it still comes out as racist. So I mean, it just depends on the situation and how you interpret it. And okay, that's my time. Um. I'm sorry, you had to go through that, Jabari. Um, all right, so after Jabari explained his racial encounter with this old white woman who looks stupid trying to put a bottle on top of the 
Are you gonna explain the whole entire? Oh yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is it that? And I probably asked this a little bit, but I want to go a little bit more in depth with it. That why is it so bad to be the angry black woman? Why is it bad to defend ourselves or our children or our families or everything like that? What? But you can still I mean, look at it on a man's perspective. Um, I feel like it depends on the person's perception or how they want to, but how they want people to perceive them to be. There's a lot of black women who don't care if they're labeled as an angry black woman because they're going to defend themselves regardless. So other people, they want to, not necessarily say this is a bad thing, but they want to keep up an image of being this kind, lighthearted person. So they don't, when they're disrespected um, in a certain way, they respond in a certain way that counteracts that stereotype of being the angry black woman. So I think people struggle with that because they want to pop off because that's what's natural to do. Um, But, you know, they still have to, you know, keep up this image of, you know, being this professional or, you know, this kind, sweet person. So I think it all depends on if you really care about your image or not. And I don't think it's a bad thing for you to pop off because some things just need to be addressed. And sometimes it doesn't need to be addressed in a nice way. Some people need to be um, a little afraid for the message to get through. So, I mean, and I'm also I'm a confrontational person. So, I mean, if anybody's disrespecting, I'm like, well, you should have hit their ass in the face, you know? So, I might not be the best person to get advice from when it comes to matters of uh, racial remarks being made in a quote-unquote professional setting. Oh, yeah, in a professional setting. I mean... I mean, if you're in the street, you know, do what you gotta do. Knock a few butt. I mean, I'm not a confrontational person anyway. Give me me the mic! And it would take a lot... it It would have taken a lot for me to build up to the point to where I had to cuss him out or I had to put my hands on him because I'm not that type of person anyway I just what mm-hmm. uh, I would just rather use my words or and if you don't understand my words especially if it's not that big a deal like if you would have called me like you black nigger bitch I would have been <laughs> really <laughs> mad that would have been really that would have caused a different reaction from what he said <laughs> um am the one who I'm the right one I don't care if you disrespect me you're I'm, I don't care <laughs> I do pay attention to where I am and I do make decisions beforehand mm-hmm. like okay this might not be a good idea but sooner or later I'm going to get you because I don't just let I don't just let like stuff like that go. Like if, especially if it's something racial, like nobody has ever said anything to me so drastic to where I felt the need to fight or I felt the need to say something right then and there. Like I think about it later on, like, Hmm, this person might've owned slaves. I don't know. (laughs) So I just, (laughs) <laughs> I just let it ride because I don't don't piss me off because I don't want to um, I don't want to be labeled as the angry black woman but I will be that if I have to if if I'm disrespected I will be that and not care I mean I understand like where I don't want to call it fear but the what's the word I'm doing spirit because I can't think of the other word. Okay. Um, of being labeled that because people. Thank you, God. I knew that was. Why are you mad at yourself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, with being the angry black woman because I don't know. People want to get paid out here. People want this money. 
And sad to say, not if you're an angry black woman, mm, angry tough. black woman, <laughs> all the time, people you might can't not talk. want to. I can't talk today. I'm hot. No, never. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Cut, cut, cut it off. I don't want to die. Okay, so next. Are you, are you done? I'm done, nigga. <laughs> so bad. Okay, so. Um. Nigger. Or nigga. What's the difference and is nigga okay? Um. Neither is okay coming out of a Caucasian person's mouth. Which one? I feel like it's neither. not okay for either. nigger or nigga. Nothing. Think, I don't think it's okay for a nigger or nigga to come out of any person that isn't black. I uh You just said white. Okay. I feel like I feel like certain Hispanic people can say the N word. What what Give it like what gives them the validation? The because, certain Hispanics. Because some some Africans were sent to Haiti and the Dominican Republic to do the plantation and to get reconditioned to be sent to the Americas, and some of them stayed there. So some of them have African background. Yes, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> wow. Well, my my explanation is a lot simpler than that. Even though I agree with what you're saying, some people just raised in that environment. Like Fat Joe says nigga in a lot of his songs, but like nobody, he's not black at all. No, he's Hispanic. He he's Puerto Rican. I thought he had like a drop. I thought he was Puerto Rican. No, but you think that because he's from the hood. <laughs> like, so that's what, like, well, people, people, but see, that's the thing. Like, people who are from the hood, like, they grew up saying nigga and it was excused because it was so common. So, like, if, like, if I know somebody that I grew up with, like, we live in the same building or whatever, grew up together and he says nigga, I'm not going to, you know, be like, you know, can't say that because we grew up together in that environment Mm -hmm. so i know he doesn't mean it maliciously so but for me like you said a white person saying nigga that that person might not be saying it in a derogatory term it might just they might be like you know what's up my nigga but it's coming from your mouth and a lot of people think like okay this coming out of your mouth like help, makes me believe like or gives us a glimpse of how it was back in the time where we were more oppressed than what we are now like in segregation being called a nigger or whatever even though the two words are different when it's said and the meanings are different but either one makes me cringe when a white person says it but it means two different things um I'm uncomfortable when anyone who isn't black says nigga. I just instantly get uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't I don't like it. I'm not going to say like, oh, hey, you can't say that. You're not black. But it just makes me uncomfortable because, like, I feel like that's coined for us. <laughs> like, black people were called niggers and then, I guess, now they decided that they wanted to take it back and, and give it a, a good connotation instead of a bad one. So, what if, like, what if we put the fear of them not saying nigger, but no one said the N-word at all? How how different do you think even the world would be? Are you saying if, like, nobody said nigger like, like, at, at all? all? Like, we put the, like... The people put the fear of no one can say the N-word because of the history behind it, and that's why no one says the N-word. I mean, I mean that would be fine if, you know, nobody said the N-word. Like, I understand, like, older generations, they say, like, you know, nigga is just, you know, a, a variation of nigger, and it's also not right. And, I mean, that's cool, and I understand where they're coming from, but I grew up, like, saying nigga. So, I mean, like I said before, like, nigga is different than nigger. So, like, it's a term of endearment. It's kind of like the word bitch. If a if a dude calls a if a dude calls a, a woman a bitch, it means something completely different. If a woman calls a woman a bitch, like I could say, "Hey, bitch," and you gonna be like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I but if Janice that. is like, "Hey, bitch," yeah. it means something completely different. Yeah, it's gonna be a good so, day. So <laughs> right. 
So it's kind of like that. Like, you know, women have reclaimed the word bitch, even though uh, there's a lot of women who don't agree with it. But, I mean, you're going to have negative and positive reactions to everything. So, I mean, I really don't care. Like, I've had a conversation with my aunt about nigga, and she was like, I don't like anybody saying N-word. And all this younger generation, all they say is the N-word. I'm just like... But we grew up in a different time than you did. Like, not everybody who says nigga is, like, a thug or, you know, selling drugs, you know? Like, we're – I'm a college student, and I'm doing great things, I would like to believe. And I say nigga every day, and I'm not, you know, like, a terrible person. So, you know – I didn't really start saying the N-word, like, avidly until I got to college. I've been saying nigga all my life. I've been saying nigga since I was three. <laughs> so, but I grew up in the hood, so. Yeah, see, I I mean, I always heard it, and I always, when I was growing up, I always heard it was bad. And then I was like, you know, Dave Chappelle, only black people can really say the N-word and be cool or all the other stuff. And when I got to college, he's like, what's up, my nigga? You know, what's going on? And, and in high school, all the other black kids. But, you know, I, I didn't, really, didn't really get cool with all the black kids in high school until, like, the last week of school when everyone wanted to say bye to everyone. <laughs> but, but, so I went to HBCU. Everyone was like, what's up, my nigga? Are you okay on it? You my nigga right there. That's my nigga. I was like, nigga. And I said it because it never sounded right. That's how it happened? No, it's an exaggeration. It, <laughs> it just came out my mouth one day. What? Okay, that was why. It, Shut uh, up. <laughs> yes, please. Like, I just said it one day in conversation. I was like, oh, just the environment that I was in. Like, any more questions? Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Um, Hurry up. How, don't rush me. How do you deal <laughs> with wiggers? You know what a wigger is? A wigger? I don't think that's a term that a should be. Huh? No. You a wankster. You never caught nothing. Basically, okay, no, that's not what that's it is. Not at all. A wigger is someone who isn't black who tries to take over um, black culture. Like, appropriation. America? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all of it? The Kardashians? Yeah. Well, no, not specifically. Like, I'm talking about They're part of it. the white boys. They appropriate like shit. <laughs> I'm talking about the white boys that wear cornrows or dreads and... And want funny names? Yes. Okay. Um, I just want to discuss my um, anger towards white people and dreads. <laughs> well, I'll say locks. Um, that shit is gross. And they need to stop because it looks... I heard they put glue in it, like glue, Elmer's gum, glue. all of that. Yeah, so it can stay because the hair is a gone. lot. That's a lot to do to try to do something with your hair that's not capable of doing. Like, why would you go through all of that? It's, that's not for you. It, it's not supposed to do that. So that's why you got. What, what you doing? That's like, why you got. If a black do person doesn't comb their hair unless it grow out for months at a time, eventually it's gonna turn into dreads. I mean, uh, especially like especially you have four C hair. Hi, I'm Kiana and I have four C hair. Like me, if I just don't do nothing to my hair, I don't know why I did that. If I just don't do anything to my hair, it like over time, if I don't comb it, it'll just dry up. Oh, wiggers! I forgot about like that. You, you said wiggers are people who. Why did that need to be? Wiggers, from your definition, are non-black people That's, who. Um, the Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary's definition, definition of wigger is non-black people that live in black culture. Yeah. So we got that. Yeah, but also <laughs> more. More specifically, it's um, it's white people that wear. Well, people, black people have coined Jordans as like a black thing. Yeah, 
I don't think so either. But people people say like when white people are wearing Jordans, like oh they trying to be black, or like skinny jeans and like stuff like that. like that's not a black <laughs> thing. Yeah, skater boys did actually. Yeah, but. Especially when they say, well, anyone sags their pants, they look dumb as shit. Yeah, Especially was, when a white guy does it. I was always weird. raised, like, to, to come out of that shell. Like, when I wear that, sometimes I even wear that, but um, I was constantly pulling out my pants because... God bless you. Thank you. Because I, it, I was just raised that way, and even now that I'm older and I'm, you know, I've made my own decision and get to do what I want, I still don't sag my pants because it was My uncle got my uncle's in jail because he was sagging his pants. Well, he was well, he's in jail for multiple reasons. Uh, <laughs> he um was running away from the cops because he just committed robbery, but he sagged his pants because that's just what they did, and if. And it slowed him down. He tried to hop a fence, and he couldn't hop the fence because his pants were off his ass. And if his pants were pulled up, he could have got away because he's a very fast guy. But they caught him because he got caught in the fence. Yeah, see, I mean, you trying to, you know, do what you got to do, and I'm not judging you for doing what you got to do, but if you trying to outrun the cops, you need to put your pants up. Yeah, and that that started but, in jail. But you, it did start in jail. When your ass is out, it means open for business. I made the <laughs> 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 but, um, uh. but I also don't believe that, you know, a person who sags their pants is automatically a thug and should be shot in the chest. No, I don't. No, not at all. I just think they should just pull their pants but it's up. Just a, it's just a fashion that I just don't agree with because it just looks stupid to me. I think they look dirty when people uh, have their pants on below their ass. Just dirty. Well, like, I mean, it's, a def- it's definitely a, a better chance for you to see the skin marks on their underwear. Mm, so. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, let um, me put my phone down. I don't think so. Check. Uh, uh, Ooh, you made me mad. Ooh. <laughs> I wanna be good to you, baby. Ooh. No, that's it. Alright, guys, so I have some encouraging words. Or before, is there anything else? How was your week, guys? Everyone had a good week so far? Mm hmm. You've pissed me off. <laughs> I answered your question. But you answered it like a dick. I've had a good week. Um, I'm also um, doing a camp with the church on Friday and Saturday as well. And it's been pretty fun so far. Wow, no one cares. Um, <laughs> what's the... Huh? Okay, so um, my encouragement for today is kind of for myself too because yep and for everyone um it says don't wait around for other people to be happy for you any happiness you get you've got to make yourself and that's by alice walker so what do you think that means (laughs) like to you like what does it mean um yeah yeah but break it down hey Y'all make me mad. Um, I, I don't know how to explain this up because it's very self-explanatory. Okay, well, I, well, it resonates it, with me because. Thank you, Javon. Um, I think when you when you receive something rewarding or you know you're just in a happy place, a lot of people feel like they, in order to validate that, they need to hear it from somebody else. Took me a while to realize that nobody else is going. Not everyone is going to be like in my space at all times. So if I'm going through something and I've overcome it, then I just need to be proud of myself and you know thank God for bringing me through that, rather than to hear it from you know family. Even though you know tutoring programs for the young years always helped me, 
just have to know for myself that, you know, I'm doing what's right and I'm happy and I'm enhancing my life and uh, I'm not going to worry about what it is. So it all starts with you and all that stuff. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Um, well, thank you for listening and tuning in to Inside the Natural Mind. I am Kiana Naturally. Oh God! And um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Don't forget oh, to. Oh, sorry, do we forgot you? Ah, damn! Hey, Javon. for being here with us today um no but um check out the Burley Chronicles on SoundCloud okay okay alright oh and and on Apple they are an official podcast now as well so subscribe to them and that's what she just I just said that pretty times I just said that stupid okay so subscribe to the Burley Chronicles on Apple (laughs) (laughs) dang Okay, just subscribe to them on the Buddy Chronicles. <laughs> the Burly Chronicles. I just want to, I'm, I'm tired. I want to hurry up. Okay. All right, now. I'm going to slow down. But it's, almost, it's over. Oh. Um, also, subscribe to Inside the Natural Mind on Apple Podcasts. And also, follow us on SoundCloud. And follow us on Instagram at Inside the Natural Mind. And also, if you have any topics or... Um, questions for us, email us at inside the natural mind two that is the number two at gmail.com. Thank you, good much. Thank you, good night.